Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinny Wiley. This week, Samoa's Lupe Ole Suwanga is back in the OFC Champions League. South Africa continues to set the sevens pace. And the PNG Barramundi's cricketers are back in action. But first, the Oceania Football Confederation has disqualified Papua New Guinea club Hekari United from participating in the OFC Champions League this year. The disqualification followed a move to create a rebel domestic league and association in PNG by Hekari chairman John Kapinato. PNG Football Association Vice President John Wesley Gondawan told Koro Vakauta the move may seem harsh, but it was necessary. It's because of the players that are caught in between this, this situation. But as an association, as a legal body of in, in Papua New Guinea, uh, we need to uphold the constitution of PNGFA and OFC and FIFA. And, and that's why we are together with the OFC in terms of the discipline that has been taken. And in terms of the football politics, uh, so to speak, this would help us calm down the situation in terms of Akari going on and speculating about creating new associations which will have the right to uh, affiliate to OFC and FIFA. Is, is it a problem with Hekari or just the Hekari chair, uh, John Kepinato? The problem is with both. Chairman of Hekari, uh, John Kepinato, is in the process of forming a second association. And with regard to the club itself, they have denied the right or they have got the players to boycott to participate in the national team training camp. The players, about nine players, were called in to be part of the uh, training camp. Unfortunately, uh, the club didn't allow the players to be released to, to take up the national duties. What message do you think this sends, this disqualification? What's the? Uh, it seems quite strong. What's the message you hope that it sends? Well, the message is FIFA is the legal body of football, the global sports. Uh, in terms of their representative, which in our region is the OFC and in, in, in PNG, which is uh, uh, a football association. And it, as, an, as a club and as an administrator in, in football, they need to respect the regulations and the status of uh, PNGFA and also OFC. The PNGFA is the governing body in Copenhagen and they should be working closely uh, with PNGFA rather than going and speculating uh, negative information about, about PNGFA and influencing other member associations to form a second football association. On top of that, they are, con- they are informing other member associations that once they form the association, OFC and FIFA will give them the right to become a second association in the country, which is not correct. You sound like you're confident that this move, this latest development, will help quash that support for the alternative association? There will be different feelings of it, but... Uh, as the governing body, we need to take a stand when we should, we should look at stimulating uh, such, uh, such uh, events like this. That's the PNG Football Association Vice President, John Wesley Gondawan, speaking to Koro Vakauta. And while Hekari United are out, Lay City Dwellers will be representing Papua New Guinea in the Champions League. Their coach, Peter Gunemba, 
says that constant infighting was damaging for all football in the country. I really didn't want that to happen to a curry. For the good, uh, good of the football in the country, um, I believe it was not right. But anyway, that's what the soccer rules is, or OFC regression uh, says. I feel sorry for Ekari. All, all the blame will go to the management of Ekari for uh, constantly fighting against PNJFA, which is uh, not right to do. Necessary for them to go and sit with the current PNJFA management, talk to them, sit in a round table, discuss and see where they went wrong and uh, rectify and do not punish clubs, which are the players who are in motion. John Capinato, the chair and owner of Hekari United, the concerns he has with PNG FA, the concerns he has with the current setup of the National Soccer League, um, which has led to his desire for a breakaway league, are those concerns that are shared by a lot of clubs in Papua New Guinea? For Lay City Dwellers, we will not join them. I don't know about other things, but um, Lay City Dwellers remain with PNG FA and I think Medan Football Association, Medan FC, and I think uh, uh, there are four clubs in Mosby and I think one in the Highlands. I'm not really sure who, who are the clubs who want to align with John Cabinato, but for Lake City Dealers, we will never, because we believe it is not right. Why do you believe it's not right? Whatever happened in the election of the president of the current president of PNJFA, I think John Cabinato and other people who, have, who should have met together and discussed between them what went wrong, bring it out and uh, tell the OFC that some, uh, it was something like that, what, what happened, uh, it is not right. So they should uh, let OFC know and then OFC can uh, explain to them whether it was wrong or right. But uh, uh, for them to thinking that they want to go break away from um, uh, PNJFA and form a new association so that it can create problems for PNJFA, I think that's not the right way to go about football in the country. I don't really like it because the country has 50 years to uh, raise the standard of football just recently and uh, for me, as a coach and a person who involves in developing players, is not doing things right. They have to sit together, talk, correct it, and we work together for the good of the football in the country, rather than you know taking sides and breaking up the football. And by doing that, the the standard of football in the country will you know drop again to where it was before. That's the Lay City Dwellers coach Peter Gunimba. Still with football and Lupe Ole Suanga joined Pue Kura FC in qualifying for the OFC Champions League main draw. The Samoan title holders drew one all with Tongan champs Vaitongo FC on Friday to seal second spot in the qualifier event. Coach Paul Walese said they have learned from their previous trip to the Champions League. We were so excited for that result and now we're moving on for our second stage. It's all we're going to prepare for that second stage because we know all the teams there have been really, really good. We're going to really work hard for, for that stage because we're there in the last two previous years. It's not really easy for us, but we got really good performance last two years. But now we're trying to maintain and uh, not only that, but we're trying to find a win for, for that second stage as well. What have you learned about your team and, and what did the team learn uh, during the uh, qualifying tournament in Tonga? Trying to build up some uh, confidence for the team because the tournament there, it's, um, all three teams have been good. We really, really need to work on our combinations and all our defenders and attacking as well. We need to work hard for our uh, finishing well as well. But it's we got really a lot of chances for the first stage, but uh, the boys are not really finishing well. 
but we're, we're gonna we're gonna work for it. Two years ago, uh, Lupe, you, you guys were bottom of your group uh, in the Champions League main draw um, when you guys uh, competed two years ago. So, what have you learnt from that situation, and what's different about your team two years on? Last two years, yeah, we got we got really good performance with the second stage with Tahiti because uh, Tahiti is one of the best um, club, one of the best uh, team in the in Oceania. But um, we were during the first game. It um, it's a good for the boys to um, lifted up their performance and the momentum for for that game. Even our game with the bar, I think some of the boys were got really good experience because our team at that time we got a mix of um, some of the experience and uh, and the young players as well. It's the same as the team right now. It's um we got uh, nine nine players from the previous two years, and some of the boys are young. There there were some of the mixer. Uh, mix of our young players and uh, it's, good, it's a good exposure for them. Yeah, so you've got Magenta from New Caledonia, Central Sport, I'm not sure if they've participated in the O-League before from Tahiti, uh, and of course the other team in your group is going to be uh, whoever replaces Hekari United from Papua New Guinea, which is uh, yet to be confirmed, so uh, you, you don't even know who all your opponents are going to be yet technically. Magenta is really one of the best team hosts and uh, I think it's uh, not really easy team as well for us because it's the host team we're going to be well prepared for that they're all good but yeah we're going to well manage for that and well prepared for for, for that three games Paul, the what, stage. Yeah, Paul what, would, what would be a good result for Lupe in the, uh, in the second stage? Obviously two years ago you didn't manage to win any of your pool games last year. Kiwi FC represented Samoa, and they also uh, were unable to win a pool game. So, for Samoa football, is is it just trying to get that first win, uh, or is it uh, you know? Do you believe that you're capable of making the the knockout stage? Well, we we'll, we'll really try our very best to be um, winning a, a game because, um, like I like so I like I said in the in the first one, we're, no, none of the club from. Uh, Samoa are gonna uh, win uh, one game for the second stage, but that's our that's our main target. We're gonna move step by step, but we really do our best to be winner on that, uh, make a win on that um, that pool. But we'll we'll try our very best for that. We know it's really hard, but we'll try our best. Will it be just the same squad that took part in the qualifier, or will we be adding any players? Yeah, we're gonna add some uh, some of uh, our new players to make our team uh, strength and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, some of the players from New Zealand and um, some of our overseas players from uh, um, overseas like Argentina. They they were like uh, make contacts for us, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see about that for the for the transfer if they're really hard to transfer and all that stuff. But yeah, most some of the players here are from New Zealand. That's the Lupe Ole Suwanga coach Paul Wallace. South Africa have extended their lead in the Men's World 7 Series after beating England 29-14 in the Cup Final in Sydney. The Blitzbox have won three of the four tournaments so far this season, opening up a 17-point lead over the English, who leapfrogged Fiji into second in the overall standings. South Africa coach Neil Powell told World Rugby it was especially satisfying after losing to England in pool play a day earlier. For the guys that come out and, and beat England in this way, it was, it was great. And I think last season as well, we played in four finals, only won one of the four. So it's important for us to get that side rate when we get into the finals. We need to go that extra, extra step to, to make it all the way. Let's talk about Ciabello for a minute. You lose him to Super Rugby after today. He's player of the final. He's on the dream team. He's had a fantastic tournament. Yes, yeah, Ciabello is a special player and a key, key player for us. Um, 
we'll definitely miss him, but I think it's it's a, it's a right thing for him to go into the 50s and see if he can make it in the 50s as well. And then also Kwaka Smith, it's, the same guy, it's also a guy that we will lose after this tournament. And uh, um, it is great to send those two boys off to, to the 15s with a double win. And um, we'll definitely follow the, their 15s career closely. Hopefully they can put that Springbok 15s jersey over their heads as well. Before you left for Wellington, could you ever have imagined winning both in Wellington and here in Sydney? No, definitely not. I must say I was a bit worried after yesterday. Um, I think the guys' performance and the effort they put in yesterday's match is not, not good enough and not the standard that we were looking for. But um, I came out this morning in that first game and I made a massive step up. And every single time when they got it back to the field, it just seems like I clicked and they got the momentum towards the final and they, and they played really well in the final. Finally, is it too early to talk about winning the series? <laughs> it's always too early to talk about the series. I think uh, six tournaments left. And uh, still massive work that needs to be done by our boys to, to make sure that it uh, hopefully be a successful season for us. But um, yeah, happy with the, with the results, happy that we can uh, open up the gap a little bit more. And, uh, and I think consistency is going to be key. We need to get ourselves in that cup competition every single time. Neil Powell. Fiji were stunned by Wales in their pool, marking the first time the World Series champions have lost a pool game in back-to-back tournaments since October 2013. Gareth Baber's team were beaten 24-21 then by New Zealand in the Cup quarterfinals before beating Argentina and the United States to finish in fifth place. Samoa's horror starts of the season continued in Sydney as they finished in a share of 11th place, while at Papua New Guinea finished winless at Allianz Stadium, matching their efforts from Wellington, but showed improvements on defence to concede just 120 points, down from 192 a week earlier. Meanwhile, Fiji climbed to fourth overall after two rounds of the Women's World Series, despite missing out on the Cup quarterfinals. The Fijiana beat France 31-12 to finish in fifth place in Sydney, matching their effort in Dubai in December. But Papua New Guinea were unable to mark their World Series debut with a victory, losing all five matches. The Papua New Guinea men's cricketers returned to action this week for the first time in three months. The Barramundi's last hit out was a three-match ODI series against Hong Kong in November. Head coach Dipak Patel says getting a consistent diet of cricket remains an ongoing challenge for his players. The opposition that we're playing against is, is the key, and playing against New South Wales 11 is, is, uh, is an ideal preparation. So what, what sort of standard are these players? Are they regularly playing in state competitions? Are they young players? Are they... Yeah, from from what I gather, it's uh, yeah, sort of uh, their fringe players and some of their under nineteen boys. Uh, boys are very sort of close to playing futures league, so yeah, it should be a reasonably high standard. Um, like I said, it's a bit of an unknown as far as we're concerned. But for, from our perspective, uh, you know, any high standard of cricket, a game of cricket, uh, gives us another opportunity to to work on, work on on our development. And of course, uh, you've got the uh, match against the ACT eleven coming up uh, next week as well. Uh, Another opportunity for for the boys to be playing on an arena which is uh, well renowned and playing in front of a, a reasonably big crowd, and yeah, it's quite appealing. So uh, once again, we feel that. Uh, uh, another game of cricket will be at its T20, um, but you know, from, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of try and use it as much as we can. And obviously you've got UAE coming up next month. I mean, you had Namibia at home uh, at the end of last year, and then you had that trip to Hong Kong. So um, I mean, how do you feel about where you guys are situated in those two uh, competitions at the moment? particularly the World Cricket League, um, sitting on top. So not only are we comfortable with the fact that we've, we, we think that we've played well enough to, to, to retain that, 
position. Um, okay. And it's an, again another opportunity when we get to UA. And uh, you know, amongst yeah, amongst your squad, the fact you've got a uh, Vagi Booker, uh, obviously uh, a new face into the squad. What what do you like about him? Uh, he's a young spinner uh, that we've sort of been looking at. We've had our eye on him for for a good twelve months now, and uh, yeah, he's shown good promise. Uh, it was an ideal opportunity. Norman Vanilla is sort of injured, and we felt that we, we will try and uh, give him as much cricket and see how, how he copes with uh, playing at this level. And uh, obviously, in the last week or so, the fact there's obviously been uh, a lot of uh, talk and um, with uh, ICC level, and you know what that's going to mean. Uh, talking about 14 teams and that ODI uh, competition playing more regularly. Um, you know, how do you sort of feel about where the international game is, is shaping up with those? the big teams and, and trying to develop the game globally? Oh, I think it's a, a step in the right direction that if the ICC go ahead with this proposal. Uh, certainly it gives uh, our boys uh, another opportunity to, to show their wares and uh, it's all about taking every opportunity to show the rest of the world that uh, we, we're capable of playing international cricket. So it's uh, an area that uh, you know the, the associated countries have been pushing for. So I'm sure that most of the countries will be pleased if, if this goes ahead. Because, I mean, I guess as, as an associate country, I mean, you know, you guys have a good relationship with Cricket Australia and I guess that's part of the reason you, you're over in Sydney at the moment playing these matches and not every associate country, I guess, is lucky to have you know, bigger teams like that that are sort of helping them up, so anything that can kind of try and push them towards that next level. Yeah, look, I totally agree with you. We're, we're very fortunate and we're, we're very grateful to uh, Cricket Australia to helping us out and, and, and being able to give us fixtures that are, are going to help us develop into the, the nation that we want to be on the cricket in, on the international front. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to work very closely with both New Zealand and Australia and moving forward, uh, this is what's going to help us to progress. In terms of that proposal, I mean, what is the biggest thing that would help PNG out of that proposal? What's the main sort of thing that you look at and you go, oh, well, yeah, that would make a difference? It's just getting to play against the state teams or the provincial teams in New Zealand so that our boys are tested every time they play. We're probably going to lose the majority of those games, but that's where we're going to learn, playing against much better opposition than what we're facing at the moment. But also... Playing more frequently is, is, is another area that we're trying to target. You know, we don't have these lapses of two, three months where we don't play any cricket and then suddenly it's thrown on, onto us that we're having short tours here and there. But some continuity in terms of playing quality cricket will certainly go a long way for our players' development. That's the PNG Barramundi's coach, Dipak Patel. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.